0: And welcome to another edition of the Legacy of Queens for Sunday, November 13th, 2022. It's episode 59, and tonight we have a treat for you a special tribute to a great lady who is still going strong at the age of 90. Yes, she is doing fantastic in her work. She just says, I am who I am. Yes. She is a Puerto Rican actress, dancer, and singer, noted for her work across different areas of the entertainment industry. She has appeared in numerous film, television, and theater projects throughout her extensive career spanning over seven decades, and is one of the last surviving stars from the golden age of Hollywood cinema. You've probably seen her in very good classical musical films like Singing in the Rain, The King and I, West Side Story, carnal knowledge the four seasons she was on the hbo series oz but we all know and love her in her children's television series the electric company who we're talking about born rosa dolores Alavero marcano we're looking at rena moreno tonight on the legacy of queens Welcome to this edition of the Legacy of Queens. I'm Jason Decanio, your gracious host and moderator for this next episode 59 of the Legacy of Queens. And tonight we're looking at Rosa Dolores Oliveiro Marcano or her stage name, Rita Moreno. She was born in Humacao, Puerto Rico to Rosa Marie Marcano, a seamstress and Francisco José Paco Alavario, a farmer. And she was nicknamed Rosita Moreno, whose mother was 17 at the time of her birth and was raised in nearby Junco's. Her maternal grandparents were Justino Marcano and Trinidad from Spain, Puerto Rico and Trinidad. So Moreno's mother moved to New York City in 1936, taking her daughter but not her son, Moreno's younger brother Francisco whom Moreno would not see again until 2021. Moreno adopted the sure name of her first stepfather, Edward Moreno, Rosia Maria's second husband. She spent her teenage years living in the villages of Valley Stream on Long Island, part of the town of Hempstead, bordering New York City. She began her first dancing lessons soon after arriving in New York with a Spanish dancer known as Paco Cancino who was a paternal uncle of film star Rita Hayworth. When she was 11 years old, she lent her voice to Spanish-language versions of American films. She had her first Broadway role as Angelina in Skydrift by the age of 13, which caught the attention of Hollywood talent scouts. Marino said she was raped by her agent while she was a teen actor. Her film career began in the later years of the Golden Age of Hollywood. Her and her mother moved to a Culver City cottage within walking distance of MGM. She acted steadily in films throughout the 50s, usually in small roles including in The Toast of New Orleans in 1950. Then in 52, she appeared in Stanley Donnan's musical comedy film Singing in the Rain alongside Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, and Donald O'Connor. In the film, she played silent film star Zelda Zanders. She described having gotten the role by Gene Kelly, wanting her in the movie, and that she seemed to fit the role for him. Morena Moreno praised Kelly for casting her in a non-stereotypical Hispanic role, playing Zelda, saying he never said, Ooh, she's too Latina. He just thought, I'd be fine for it. And She called the experience working in the film as an amazing experience and a privilege. In March of 1954, Moreno was featured on the cover of Life magazine with the caption, Rita Moreno, an actress's catalog of sex and innocence. Moreno disliked most of her film work during this period as she felt the roles she was given were very stereotypical. One exception was her supporting role in the film version of Rogers and Hammerstein's The King and I, directed by Walter Lang. In the film, she played Tuptim, a slave brought from... Burma to be one of the King's junior wives. She starred alongside Yule Brynner and Deborah Kerr, and the film was a critical and financial success, and it received nine Academy Award nominations, including five wins, including Best Actor, Best Art Direction, Color, Best Costume Design, Color, Best Score, Original Score, and... Best Sound Recording. Then in 1959, Moreno appeared as Lola Montez in Season 3, Episode 23 of the TV Western, Tales of Wells Fargo, episode titled Lola Montez. In 1961, she landed the role of Anita in Robert Wise in Jerome Robinson's film Adaptation of Leonard Bernstein's and Stephen Sondheim's groundbreaking Broadway musical West Side Story, which had been played by Cheetah Rivera on Broadway. Moreno won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for that role. After winning the Oscar, she thought she would be able to continue to perform less stereotypical film roles, but was disappointed. (laughs) Ha ha, I showed them. I didn't make another movie for seven years after winning the Oscar. Before West Side Story, I was always offered the stereotypical Latina roles. The Conchitas and the Lolitas and Westerns. I was always barefoot. It was humiliating, embarrassing stuff. But I did it because there was nothing else. After West Side Story, it was pretty much the same thing. A lot of gang stories. She had a major role in Summer and Smoke in 61, released soon after West Side Story. She did appear in one film during her self-imposed exile from Hollywood, Cry of Battle, in 63, although it had been filmed directly before and after she won the Academy Award. She made her return to film in The Night of the Following Day with Marlon Brando and followed that with Pop A in 1969 and Marlowe in 69 as well with James Garner. Moreno's Broadway credits include Last of the Red Hot Lovers in 69, the very short-lived musical Gantry in 70, and The Ritz, for which she won the 75 Tony Award for Best Featured Actress. She appeared in the female version of The Odd Couple that ran in Chicago, for which she won the Sarah Siddons Award in 1985. From 1971 to 1977, She was a main cast member on the PBS children's series, The Electric Company. She screamed the show's opening line, Hey, you guys! While her roles on the show included Millie the Helper, the naughty little girl Pandora, and Otto a very short-tempered director. Moreno also starred in Mike Nicholson's Carnal Knowledge, alongside Jack Nicholson, Candace Bergen, Anne Margaret, and Art Garfunkel. In the film, she plays a prostitute named Louise, whom Jack Nicholson plays cards with. The film was a critical success. And then in 1976, she starred as Googie Gomez in Richard Lester's film adaptation of the comedy Farce, The Ritz, alongside Jack Weston, Jerry Stiller, and F. Murray Abraham. Charles Champlin of the Los Angeles Times wrote that the film made the transition from the stage surprisingly well, given the odds, with two of the most flamboyantly, from flamboyant, flamboyantly entertaining and skillful comedy performances of the year by Jack Weston and Rita Moreno. Moreno's appearance on The Muppet Show earned her a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Individual Performance in a Variety or Music Program in 77, and as a result, she became the third person after Richard Rodgers and Helen Hayes to have won an Oscar in 1962, a Grammy in 72, a Tony in 1975, and an Emmy in 77, frequently referred to as an EGOT. She won another Emmy Award the following year in 78, this time a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actress Drama Series for her portrayal of former Call Girl Rita Kapkovic Kapkovic on the three-episode arc on The Rockford Files. In the 80s, She starred as Lucille in Richard Benner's comedy-drama film Happy Birthday, Gemini, alongside Madeline Kahn. She was in Alan Alda's The Four Seasons in 81, which was a financial and critical hit and starred Alda, Carol Burnett, Len Carew, Sandy Dennis, and Jack Weston. She was a regular on the three-season network run of 9 to 5, a sitcom based on the film hit during the early 80s. She has made numerous guest appearances on television series including The Love Boat, The Cosby Show, George Lopez, The Golden Girls, and Miami Vice. In 1993, she was invited to perform at President Bill Clinton's inauguration and later that month was asked to perform at the White House. During the mid-90s, Moreno provided the voice of Carmen Sandiego on Fox's animated series Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego? In the franchise's 2019 animated series... Moreno voices the character Cookie Booker. In the late 90s, Moreno played Sister Pete, a nun trained as a psychologist in the popular HBO series Oz, for which she won several ALMA awards. She made a guest appearance on The Nanny as Coach Stone, Maggie's tyrannical gym teacher, whom Fran Fine also remembered from her school as Miss, Ms. Wakovich. She released an eponymous album of nightclub songs in 2000 on the Varsay Sarabande label with liner notes, liner notes by Michael Feinstein. In 2006, she portrayed Amanda Wingfield in Berkeley Repertory Theater's Revival of the Glass Menagerie. She had a recurring role on *Law and Order, criminal talent, as the dying mother of Detective Robert Gorin. She played the family matriarch on the short-lived 2007 TV series Kane, which starred Jimmy Smits and Hector Elzondo. She played the mother of Fran Drescher's character in the 2011-2013 TV sitcom Happily Divorced. Well, since then, she's continued to work in film, including a small voice role in the 2014 film Rio 2, perhaps her most commercially successful film. And then in September of 2011, she began performing a solo or autobiographical show at the Berkeley Repertory Theater, Rita Moreno, Life Without Makeup, written by the theater's artistic director, Tony Tocone, after hours of interviews with Moreno. In 2014, she appeared in the NBC television film Old Soul, alongside Natasha Lyonne, Fred Willard, and Ellen Burstein. The film was intended as a pilot for a television series, but it was not picked up. She plays the matriarch of a Cuban-American family in the Netflix sitcom One Day at a Time, a remake produced by Norman Lear of Lear's 1975-84 to sitcom, and the first season premiered in January of 2017. Critics overall praised the show, and especially the performances of Moreno and the series star Justina Machado. Also that year, Moreno and others contributed to Lynn manuel Miranda's single, Almost Like Praying, where proceeds from the song went to the Hispanic Federation's Unidos Disaster Relief Program to benefit those affected by Hurricane Maria that devastated the island of Puerto Rico. Well, in 2020-2021, Moreno starred in, and an executive produced, the Steven Spielberg-directed adaptation of West Side Story, She plays a newly created character, Valentina, and she famously won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for playing Anita in the 1961 original movie. The film was released on December 10th of last year, and Justin Chang of NPR wrote, Sixty years later, Moreno is an executive producer on Spielberg's West Side Story. She also gives a poignant performance in the new role of Valentina. The widow of doc the drugstore owner by her presence moreno teaches us how to approach this movie as both an affectionate tribute and a gentle corrective on august 29th of last year she took part in the wicked in concert special on pbs pbs.org and the pbs video app performing the wizard and i moreno's life was profiled in the feature documentary entitled rita moreno Just a Girl Who Decided to Go for It, which was produced by Lynn manuel Miranda. The film premiered at the Sundance Film Festival and received positive reviews. The Guardian declared, Overall, she emerges just as vampish, feisty, and fun as you'd expect and as a gracious giver of speeches at ceremonies where she collects endless lifetime achievement awards. Well, from 1954 to 1962... Moreno was in an on-and-off relationship, was in an on-and-off relationship with Marlon Brando. She revealed in her memoir that she became pregnant by Brando and he arranged for an abortion. While the abortion was botched, she went home and bled as the fetus died inside her and she had to be rushed to the hospital to have it surgically removed. Soon after Brando fell in love with his co-star on Mutiny on the Bounty, yet returned to her, Moreno attempted suicide by overdosing on Brando's sleeping pills. Well, at 65, She married cardiologist and internist Leonard Gordon, who became her manager after he retired from medicine. In 1995, they located to Berkeley, California, and they remained together until his death in 2010. Moreno and Gordon have one daughter, Fernanda Gordon Fisher, and two grandsons. Moreno says she once considered leaving her husband, but did not to avoid breaking up the family. Well, as you know, she has achieved what is called the triple crown of acting with individual competitive Academy Emmy and Tony Awards for acting, as well as the EGO, the EGOT. Or in 1962, she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for West Side Story. In 72, she received a Grammy Award for Best Children's Album for The Electric Company. In 75, she won the Tony for the Best Featured Actress in the Play for The Ritz. She won all those Emmys in 77 and 78 for the primetime for her performances in The Muppet Show and The Rockford Files. And she has also received a Golden Globe Award, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and she was inducted into the California Hall of Fame in 2007. In 2013, she received the Screen Actors Guild Life, uh, Life Achievement Award, which was presented to her by Morgan Freeman. She has won numerous other honors, including various Lifetime Achievement Awards and the Presidential Medal of Freedom America's highest civilian honor. In 2009, President Barack Obama presented her with the National Medal of Arts. In 2015, she was awarded a Kennedy Center Honors Lifetime Artistic Achievement Award for her contribution to American culture through performing arts. She was awarded the Peabody Career Achievement Award in 2019. And then in 2000, the Hispanic Organization of Latin Actresses, renamed their Award for Excellence in her honor, known as the Ola Rita Moreno Award for Excellence. She's had so much as the Joseph Jefferson Award, Sarah Siddons Award, Library of Congress, Living Legends Award, and the list goes on and on. You can look at her credits and all the great stuff about this wonderful actress who's been with us for 90 years. She's going to be celebrating her birthday in just a few weeks on December 11th. We pay tribute to Rita Moreno. What an actress. Thank you for all your work. We will love you so much. Next week on the program, episode 60 is going to delve into the life and times of the American filmmaker and actor. He started his career in the 60s writing for The Lucy Show, The Dick Van Dyke Show, before he developed Neil Simon's 1965 play The Odd Couple for Television in 1970. We gained fame for creating Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Morgan Mindy, known for directing The Flamingo Kid, Overboard Beaches, Pretty Woman, and a whole host of other things. We lost him about six years ago at the age of 81. Born in the Bronx, we'll be looking at Penny Marshall's brother, Gary Kent Marshall, next week on The Legacy of Queens. I'm Jason Icanio, thanking you once again for your continued support and to let you know that our YouTube channel is flying off the hook. As we put the back episodes of Season 2 onto the YouTube channel, we've gained a total now of 33 subscribers and we're continuing to grow. Our views are up over 1,500 and... We just received the Rob Wilson Award for 1,500 views. Thank you very much for your continued support on YouTube and, of course, Anchor and Spotify for the current and most recent episodes. We thank you so much for the continued support that the legacy of Queens and the legacy of New York have brought into your living room for great entertainment and information. We'll see you next week. And remember, of course, be honest, be real, and, of course... Keep it simple, stupid. Yes, we will see you next time. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.